Hello and welcome back to another episode of uh, this podcast. Uh, lovely to have you back. My name is Sandeep Rao and um, if you're a first time listener, that's my name. It doesn't change like the episode title. Um, you know, someone is telling me about how important episode titling is and um, they're giving me this entire uh, um, bunch of uh, information about advertising and how relatable titles should be and and this podcast is purely something I love doing because it's um, a, a, a forum, a platform for me to share my thoughts, uh, vent my frustration, and just keep it as real as I want to keep it. Uh, but it, of course, once you get into this as a podcaster, the entire concept of uh, marketing it, the strategy for promoting it, how to monetize it, how to leverage the hashtags. And there's some like, dude, fucking get out of my face, man. Anyway, but uh, I hope um, uh, you enjoy uh, what I put out and uh, you must tell a friend, just any friend who, um, if you have one, of course, do tell a friend and we can uh, grow the family smallly yet surely. Anyway, today's episode, I want to talk about this person who um, uh, whose name came up in the paper. Uh, Mom told me about this guy. He, I think, is if not the only one of the few Indians, if not the only a visually impaired or blind Indian to win, or not even win, to finish the Ironman, I think the 70.3 mile uh, Ironman, which is 1.9 kilometers swimming, 90 kilometers cycling and 21 kilometers um, running. And obviously he did it tethered to another person who was his uh, kind of escort slash companion for the race. And I was really fuck jealous <laughs> i'll be honest with you man because it's it's not easy uh to coordinate that kind of attempt with someone else who is attached to you and more importantly just as a physical feat not many people do it just generally right let the disability um be aside for this but just normal people find it very hard uh, so i want to talk about a couple of things regarding that uh what i felt about it and um what uh, I think about these kind of achievements. Uh, so that's today's topic. And of course, if you enjoy it, um, do leave a comment and let me know what you think about it. Uh, I'll see you on the other side. The Baby Bed Podcast with Sunday Pro. Baby, check it out. I'll be honest with you, when my mom told me about this guy, this, this, the first thought was, oh, fucking, gone, made, made it harder for us, raised the bar, kept the, um, I like the inspiration standards to be very low in the dis- uh, disabled community because, you know, I don't like these high achievers which just make us look like shit. Us normal disabled people, us underachieving, half-assed disabled people fucking make us look like shit because I have uh, this thing, deep, dark kind of, yearning to prove myself in athletics, right? I love running and I love uh, sports, like the idea of tennis. I just fucking find it brilliant. But uh, I have been swimming, swimming for years. It's just I don't have the dedication, right? It's it's purely that I just use my disability as something to blame uh, for my laziness. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could do the trials. And someone's like, yeah, you need to work out. You need to put, like put in work. You need to like train for six months to a year. I'm like, yeah, but yeah, it's just easier to blame your situation because you have a disability. So when I read about this guy, I'm like, fuck. 
he's just kind of just ruining it by showing people that fuck we can actually do it and now we're just being lazy so thanks this guy's from Aurangabad so uh, I really can't get his name man because I was just really jealous I didn't want to remember his name but you'll probably read about him uh, pretty fantastic that he did that and uh, if you know him just congratulate him from me, from me and tell him that I'm fucking jealous um, no, but, but it, it made me realize another thing right see this is not quite it's not just amazing because a guy who can't see used um his other faculties used his willpower his determination to do something um which involves coordination and determination dedication and to finish it in a regular category it wasn't like it was a um it was a thing which catered for people uh, with disabilities it wasn't kind of tailored and things weren't um designed for him so that that thing considered the fact that you have to run uh, run for 21 kilometers uh, tethered to someone swim for 1.9 kilometers tethered, tethered to someone and cycle fuck 90 kilometers tethered to someone is pretty fucking fantastic so in that regard remarkable just truly remarkable so i salute you sir uh, but there's this thing right um is that in the disabled community there are extraordinary people and i consider this guy extraordinary i consider people who um have the determination which uh, is mind blowing because see it's not about the disability alone it's about their characters individuals which is remarkable because someone like me as i said said a few seconds back the determination it's it's not about even if you have, if you gave me my eyes back today i probably would be more lazy right i just use it be like yeah but i don't feel like like playing tennis so considering that you take away the disability as an individual it's fucking remarkable you add on the fact that he can't see it's even more remarkable but the thing is there is this a uh, thing we find amazing when people who have the odds stacked against them end up doing normal things that we find it truly inspiring right and in this case it's it's not about this case at all just generally people are truly inspired uh when the odds are against uh people with either physical odds mental odds so i i think that's quite cool and i think that's something we should look up to in society because it doesn't necessarily just celebrate the stre- the, the the fact that these people are coming from um a place where the the, the thing isn't working from them but it's also kind of celebrating their their spirit and their their thing which they want to do for themselves so that way it's fucking amazing um But yeah it's always that we disabled people have to do your normal events and then when you're considered as inspirational like we have to swim like you we have to run like you uh the events are all normal events which normal people do and i don't find that fucking fair because we have our own events and i think this is today's thing right um instead of trying to be equal on general grounds i think we need to be equal on our own grounds i i don't mean to be vague with that i'll explain like for instance when yeah like if i if i succeed in a golf tournament and you know people are like oh my god he, he even attempted golf like even if i don't win that like, at least he tried so the point is why the fuck can't you guys who are normal uh try participating in our dis- disabled events and see how you do i haven't cracked the events yet i will be sitting with the forum and i, I don't know i'm not going to call it the special olympics that's already taken i'll i'll call it something which you guys will um aspire to be a part of in the next 3 4 years normal people doing disabled stuff that would be lovely just i think the first event would just be like you know run blindfolded motherfucker <laughs> it would be hilarious uh, but yeah the larger point i want to address today is that we are in this kind of situation where everyone wants change but no one 
wants to dream of that change. It's become more of an attack model where we kind of um, compare ourselves to the group, the dominant group. Um, this is not necessarily specific to disability or gender. It's it's just the idea, which is, dude, you know, when you're when you're looking at things, you're like, fucking men do this. That's why we're not equal. Or fucking normal people do this. That's why we don't have equal. Op-. So the thing is, I'm just trying to understand is that what if we change the game, right? Instead of attacking someone and blaming them for the situation you're in or for the odds that are stacked against you, which of course, there are certain systemic things and there are certain issues which have been um, a factor that have been working against you. So of course, of course, I'm not even taking that away. And if I do, fuck you, right? Um, I can't just uh, keep justifying myself. This is the point I'm trying to make is that if you, I, I just think that instead of looking at what you can't do and what other people have taken away, I, I really believe like in the power of uh, dreaming, right? Um, if you can have this dream for your um, self and if you can create this future uh, for uh, where you want to be, I really feel it's not that hard uh, to make that come true. Uh, well, if everything comes with odds and disadvantages and, you know, factors going against you. But what I'm just trying to say here is that it's 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 a, it's a better way to look at things when you dream of something you want for yourself, uh, maybe the future, maybe um, a society you, you kind of um, look at yourself living in. Uh, it's better to dream and just kind of imagine where you will be in that situation as opposed to kind of not dreaming of the right kind of situation but hating on what's going on right now. Um and I, I just feel it's fucking too much, man. It's just, it's, 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 you get caught up in your own kind of hate. Like he said this, she said this, she did this, he did, he did that, this group did this, this group did this. It's just too much. It's too, it's too messy. It's too, um, it's too pointless. Uh, yes, someone will say, but dude, it's, it's creating discussions, creating discourse. And, and, and over the course uh, of time, this way, this is how revolutions have started. But yeah, it just seems like everyone's got an agenda, but no one's got a fucking vision. No one's got a dream. It's just too, everyone's too caught up in the moment trying to attack and pull down each other and hurt each other as opposed to creating a fucking a vision, I think, man, for a better place. I just don't think anyone's getting the larger picture. It's just too, right now, bitter, violent, and it's too... Um, darker space to think of anything. So I feel if we, you, me, as individuals, we, you, you, you and I start and just think of a place. Maybe you don't have to like say, fuck coal companies, fuck oil companies, fuck uh, these people who've controlled the media. I just feel like if you and I start dreaming, if I dream of a place where, you know, we don't have to rape animals, we don't have to rape uh, human beings. Kids don't have to worry about going out and playing because they're under threat. We, 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 the air we're breathing is nicer because everyone cares about each other. Like, oh my God, I'm not like spewing fumes into my neighbor's face. We're just cleaner as people uh, through the acts that we involve ourselves in from, from consuming stuff to using stuff to disposing of stuff to how we live and how we um, kind of use the things that are that we have for us in a nice way like we're not just dumping consuming being greedy and 
kind of where we just care for each other and care for life in general. If we start dreaming of that, where it's safe, it's informed, it's tolerant, it's dignity for life, for all kinds of life. If you start dreaming of that, I feel us my my personal thing is that your small little actions will start going in that direction. But if your constant narrative is "fuck," I feel like the victim. I have to like lash out and bring down this person because if I don't bring down this person, then I don't have voice and nothing's going to get done. It's just not a good place to be. So I don't have a solution, but I just feel I want to think like this. And it might be an idealistic approach, but it's a small step in the right direction for me as opposed to just standing in one place and trying to bring down as many people as I go down. So that is my... Um, I don't approach to the near future and I really uh, hope it makes a small little difference in whatever little way, if it's me being nicer to people or it's me being more um, aware of what I'm doing, you know, maybe not in its own way. Like people are like, oh, you fucking environmental climate change activist. It's it's exactly right. This is my point. Everyone just wants to hate on someone because it doesn't suit their agenda. It's just a matter of I, I want to uh, try and imagine a better world, a cleaner, as I said, safer more dignified, respect for life kind of place. So um, this, of course, didn't end up being being a funny episode, but fuck it, man. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And uh, if you do have any um, thoughts on what I just said, please do share it with me. I'm um, on Soapy Rao. That's S-O-A-P-Y-R-A-R-O. S-O-A-P-Y-R-A-O. That's on Twitter and Instagram. I might... Might not, but of course you can definitely reach out to me on email, um, S-O-A-P-Y-R-A-O at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, let's let's just continue sharing ideas of um, a more, more hopeful future than just shitting on each other and trying to fucking uh, tear apart each other's souls. Um, so that's what I want to leave you with today. Um, yeah, if you like it, thank you. And of course, thanks for coming back as always. And I'll be back with a new episode every week. So till then, uh, take care of yourselves and goodbye. God bless. Cheers. The Baby Bed Podcast, every Wednesday. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.